Welcome to the What The Mum podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I will be your host. Every mum-to-be knows that as soon as she becomes a mum, her world will change forever. Everyone is keen to give you advice based on their own experiences. Other mums delight in sharing their horror stories so that new mums are better prepared for what might happen. The lack of sleep, feeling exhausted most of the time, living in bodies with even more wobbly bits and never having any privacy. But everyone's story is unique. Everyone's experience is personal. On this podcast, I will be sharing real stories told by mums like you and I about their experience of motherhood and how life changes when you become a mum. This podcast is about showing you that you're not alone. We may not be in the same boat, but we are experiencing a similar storm. I hope these stories will inspire you to do what you want and be who you want to be. Anything is possible if you really want it and if it is really important to you. If you want to find out more about me and who I am, check out my website, mummyandabreak.co.uk. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing six awesome women who will inspire you with their story of what I'm calling changing direction. My guest today is Katie Sims, who I had the pleasure of meeting only last year. I wanted her to be part of this series because she is an, um, on an amazing adventure. She has taken the brave step to be a digital nomad. And she is not alone. She has the company of her partner and three gorgeous children. Thank you, Katie, for joining me today. And in reaching this point of recording, because we've obviously just <laughs> spent a few minutes dealing with tech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one joy of living on the road. <laughs> Every day is a school day. It is. It is. It so, is. And you deal with what's thrown at you and sit on a bench in Hey I'm Why. Exactly. Exactly. You have the freedom. So tell us what's your story. Tell us a little bit about you so that we can get a sense of who you are. So um, I'm a mom, obviously. Um, I never uh, expected to be a mom, particularly when it happened. I was um, I was a young mom, so I fell pregnant with Jack at twenty. Um, I'd been with Mark for five months when we'd found out. Yep. So we were very much like, oh my god, <laughs> like uh, we got a lot of negativity from a lot of people, um, especially my mom, because my mom was a young mom as well and things hadn't worked out for her. So we, we got a lot of the, you're not gonna be able to do it. You know how hard it is. Um, but we are still here now and free children town. <laughs> we still like each other most of the time. So, you know, I feel like we're getting somewhere. Um, we're originally from Coventry in the Midlands. So slap bang in the middle and I've lived there my whole life. I'd always been quite proud and I was always very much of the mind that I was a, I was a city girl. I really loved it. Then when we had Jack, everything sort of changed. I realized that there was more of a purpose to life. Before then, obviously it was just going out. It was just getting as drunk as you can. <laughs> like, 
doing loads of stupid things, going to festivals and and just being stupid, being young and stupid. Enjoying life. Yes, that's it. Definitely, definitely. And then, so Jack came along and, and it did all change because obviously you can't really do that with a newborn baby. I mean, I tried, but the hangover with a newborn baby is just not worth it. <laughs> so our life, it's, I don't want to say upside down because it didn't get turned upside down, but it does because it is completely different to, to what it is. Um, and obviously as we had more and more children, I sort of got more of a sense of, this isn't the life that I want for my children. I don't want to bring them up so that they are just living their life sort of to go out and enjoy it and, and just, well, obviously <laughs> to enjoy it, but enjoy it in different ways rather than just going out on the weekend. That's what I was feeling was my enjoyment. That was all there was to, to go out on the weekend, see friends. And there is so much more to this world, so much more. Um, so that was our real pull. Obviously, when COVID hit, we always knew we wanted more. We wanted to start our own businesses. We'd gone through so many business ideas that had always failed because we, we weren't really into it. We never had the creativity. We were in our rat race. We were in our nine to fives. Um, so we wanted to get away from that. When COVID hit, obviously, you, we everyone took a step back and looked at where they were in their life and we were like other than the kids what have we achieved we don't really feel like we've achieved what we want um, and everything was on the rise crime was on the rise drugs were on the rise and I just I remember going out with Ivy and she was just a few days old and I just went for a walk because like it was just one of them mornings when you're like ah <laughs> and um so I went out and I walked past a girl who was probably the same age as me, but she was just stood facing the wall and she was, she was taking drugs. And I was like, do I want that for my kids? Do I want my kids to walk past that? Do I want my kids to grow up in this environment? And it, it sounds a little bit um, judgmental and sort of highly strung or whatever you want to call it. But I was like, oh, just, I need to get us out of this. And that's really where it came from. That was a spiral because we were like, we need to get out. The cost of living is so expensive. Mortgages, buying houses. Obviously the housing market had gone up massively. Um, and we were like, what can we do? We'd been out in the caravan a few times. We'd literally got it the year before, never with the intention of moving into it. And we were like, that's it. That's what we'll do. And we, we did plan on getting another house a year or two down the line when the prices hopefully <laughs> might have dropped. But now we're in that life. We're like, no, we don't want to stop. Like this world is so big and we have the chance right now to do it with the kids, especially as like give them the freedom. I mean, the confidence in Jack, who is our eldest, before he wouldn't touch a bog. He wouldn't this sounds quite crude but he wouldn't go for a week anywhere if you were in a cafe he wouldn't go he was very petrified of, of doing that he most definitely wouldn't we outside which obviously as a, when you have children but so they need to go outside sometimes especially when they're like mommy 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 i need a wee <laughs> and you're like i just go in this bush <laughs> he would never do that now it's, it's like there's no stopping him. He's, his confidence has grown 
unbelievably and it's just amazing to see and we're like we don't want to stop that we just want to continue with this life well we've got the opportunity and to show our kids that there is more than just the nine to five the system and all there is to go with that that was our that was our meaning behind doing it so you've packed up your life in the caravan when was it was this from september of last year when yes so our, the first day was the first of october that was when we left yeah so packed up the family packed up your life in the caravan and that's it off you've gone and you've been traveling around the uk since october yeah yeah yeah. And to so, put it into context, you do work for yourself. You have got your own business. So you're managing between you and your partner, you are managing, you're running your business and raising children and having this awesome adventure. Yes. Yeah. So you already said at the beginning, you didn't. I'm, I've forgotten your words. Is it that you never thought you were going to be a mum? You didn't want to be a mum? What was it? It was actually, it was a sort of a mix of both. I was very much of the mindset that kids hold you back, that you can't do anything with kids, which I now know, I know it's a lie. And I will say to anyone, it's a lie. Like, that's not true. It doesn't take your freedom away from you at all. Um, so it was a mix of that. And it was a mix of, I wasn't really being true to myself. It was almost like an embarrassment in Coventry. And I, I, I always say this, I wasn't me. I was a complete different person to who I am now. And that's probably a mix of why every business idea we've had it, have had is failed. Um, I just, it was, you're in this box and you can't get out of it. You can't change. You can't be who you want to be. So for people to look at me now, if you could see me when we were in Coventry, I was a completely different person, completely different. So it was, it was sort of, it's, I can't say shame or embarrassment, but it was sort of like, I don't want to say I want kids because the person that I was when I was a teenager was not a mom, <laughs> was so, and everyone was like, oh, Kate won't have kids. Kate won't have kids. She'd never be a mom. So I just sort of was like, no, I won't. Uh, but I've always wanted a really big family to the point where I would just keep having kids and kids and kids and kids. If you didn't have to go through the labor part. <laughs> if you could just like press your belly button and just, you know, like when you're a baby, when you're a kid and they used to say, that's how they come out. Like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Oh, so so now so now you are a mum. You've got three children. What so what's changed? So much, so much. I feel, and uh, I think I said this before. As soon as Jack came along, I felt like I had a purpose. Before I was just like get by, sort of like yeah. All I want to do is like make a bit of money, like do some work, like nothing. I didn't really aspire to be anything. Whereas now I'm like, I want to be this to show my kids that you can do it. You can do whatever it is that you want to do if you put your mind to it and you work hard enough and you prioritise. You've got to organise. You've got to be an organised person to get by, especially doing what I'm doing. You have to obviously juggle free things, more, more things. 
every day. So it is hard. It's really, it's really hard. Um, but it's so worth it. It's so, so worth it. And how um, have you changed? How can, when you look in the mirror today versus Katie, single Katie, carefree Katie, how have you changed? I would definitely say my confidence, just even from 10 months ago, has risen and risen and risen and just keeps going. Because every day I'm like, I can do this. I can, I can try this something new because there is no, nothing and nobody that's holding me back from that. Um, it's pushing boundaries. And like before, I would have been too embarrassed to, to, especially with the business ideas, to follow through with it because people would ask about it. People would ask questions, as they do. And I, I just wouldn't want to talk about it. I'd be like, oh, no, don't want to talk about it. It's about me. Like, I don't want to have to explain what I'm doing. So confidence is a big thing, especially in mindset. And I've obviously, I've got a lot from you as well in regards to my mindset so much um and obviously business coaches that I've spoken to it's before when when we were there I felt like I didn't have when I say I didn't have a good upbringing and I did my mum and dad were always there for me but in terms of my mental challenges I didn't have a very good time growing up I didn't know how to deal with things um, and that's changed a lot now I think it takes a bit of nature definitely and sort of having the time away especially for a long time like we've had to get you back to that person that you completely are to be completely transparent to be completely authentic it 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 takes that um so yeah it, it's so hard it's so hard to explain but I'm like I really want to like get like a model of me <laughs> like a year ago and put it next to me and I'd be like and celebrate like all the wins but I'm like I've changed so much <laughs> like even my mom my mom with the things that I say to my mom now and I'm so I'm quite brutal with my mom <laughs> because she is she's quite a negative person and I just feel like all I want to do now is help and I, I complete I always say every day be the change that you want to see in the world and now I feel like I'm acting on that and I never did before never did so yeah that's a big thing big thing now so I'm just going to pick up on something just to step into coach Maria for a second you know what you just said about um finding a mannequin of you like a year ago and celebrating the wins you don't need a mannequin you can go and celebrate the wins anyway so next time I message you I expect you to have said to me Maria, I celebrated my wins. Yeah. How different yeah. I am. Okay. Yeah. That's on you now. That's on you. <laughs> um, so you're on this adventure. You've got your three kids with you, one of whom is of school age, but you all have had lots of other challenges to deal with. But let's first of all talk about education. And children will only do what they really want to do. So what are you doing as far as them through the education system in your way it is i'm we've met so many people on this journey and we have met a lot of people from other countries european countries mostly and we always they, the first question that everyone always asks is about education what are you doing are you doing homeschooling we normally say 
we try a bit. Jack's not really into it. He is very, he has a really unique mind and it's great. Like he absolutely loves cars, race cars. So, and I, and I say this to my mum all the time because my mum asked me as well. And I say, Jack can tell, Jack can just look at a car and he'll be able to tell you the make of the car just instantly. He won't need to look at the logo. He'll know from the lights and, and the shape of the car and stuff like that. And I think how many other five-year-olds would be able to do that, but they might be able to write or read, whereas Jack can't do that. But when we try to do them things with him, he 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 sort of is like he struggles. He he finds it difficult. If you left him to do it on his own, he would do it. But with a teacher, he doesn't like it. And then when we speak to other people and they say, Oh, well, actually, no, like in Germany, um, I can't remember what country it was, I think it was Holland. They don't actually go to school until they're seven. Mm. And I read the other day, because I was reading about orangutans, and the mummy orangutan stays with the baby until they're seven. Um, they won't leave each other. And I, I think there's a lot to learn from that. I think up until that age, and I also learned as well that um, up until the age of seven, I won't get this fact completely right, but the brain of a child is, is very much like a sponge. They will just take in anything. And then that's how they'll act on it. So I think now is the opportunity to teach him unconventionally. He doesn't need to learn to read or write yet. If he wants to do that, then he can. Um, and we will help him all the way. But right now, if he just wants to play with his race cars and learn about the different types of cars and what goes into a car, like that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Um, we think a, a lot is to learn through experience rather than to sit down in the classroom which I think Jack would struggle with because he is that type of person. We're not saying they'll never go to school because I think in a few years' time, well, we are we are planning on getting a base and travelling from the base, and that's simply because I need a bed. <laughs> <laughs> We're nearly a year into it. We need a bed now. <laughs> um, but so when he's old enough to sort of say, no, I do want to give it a try, then by all means, we'll be all for it. But I think for now, while they're still so young, we'll take that time to have with them and to teach them in a different way, as opposed to as opposed to um, as opposed to what school is like. Definitely, I love that because you're actually getting to know your children and what they're all about, what they like, what they don't like. And we know that they are very vocal. They will tell us what they like and what they don't like. And working with it. And I was, I'm now listening to um, a book called The Law of Attraction. And, and we all know about the law of attraction. And in it, they talk about how, you know, we all think differently. And we know we all think differently. And it's not up to us as parents, and I, I agree with this, it's not up to us to make our children into something that we want them to be. I think it's up to us as parents to guide them and to give them the tools so that they can decide who they want to become. And that might be scary because, you know, there are times when we just want to say to them, can you just do as I've told you? Because actually it makes my life easier. Yes. There are those times, aren't there? Aren't there? Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> 
But if they can learn that we're providing them with a safe space and they have the opportunity to learn new stuff and decide for themselves at this early age where they're going, then, oh my goodness, can you imagine how amazing they're going to be as adults? It's all about having that that open-mindedness and just knowing there is more to life. It's not just one place, one teacher, one routine, one classroom. It, it's just trying loads and loads of different things. And I know, and I used to say this, that routine works well for me. I need routine. I need everything to sort of be in place. I need it to, I need to know. I need to have control over it all. But it's nice when you don't because it frees your mind up to different things mm. and you need that you need that being narrow-minded it's it's not good <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't get you anywhere so um, so yeah that's what we're hoping to instill in them and obviously it's hard because when they're so young and I mean they act in they act young I mean they're supposed to be they're still babies at the end of the day um so they don't really get it just yet but yeah it's when they grow up and all of this starts to come out that I'm really looking forward to seeing in them because I just I know it will pay off then it, it will do it will do so so far what has been your most challenging point I think for me the biggest challenge that I've had it was it was mental mental challenge this whole time the caravan has been great everything has been everything has been great the caravan hasn't given up on us once it's been me and my mindset and when we were in the winter and the darker nights came in ivy was younger she was still waking up in the night and i was like i can't do this i can't do this i'm just gonna have to tell everyone that i can't do it we're just gonna have to jack it in um and I don't know, maybe we'll go and get a house, we'll go and do we'll go and do something like that. Obviously the juggle it's hard and the mum guilt is so hard. And nobody prepares you for it either. Because nobody really can, because until you have a baby and experience that, everyone's guilt is completely different. Um so that was a really, really big thing for me. It was like while we were doing this to spend more time with the children, and I feel like all I'm all I do is work. What they ask me they're like oh mommy why are you working and actually I saw a great post on this yesterday the other day because I, whenever the kids ask me that I'm, I say oh well mommy needs to work because we need the money to go and do nice things and, I'm actually, and then as this post was saying stop saying that when your kids actually ask you why you're working tell them you enjoy it like you're doing it because you enjoy it and I was like for so long, I've spent my time doing things that I didn't enjoy. I was just doing it for the money, just to get by, just to buy them nice things, to go nice places. But now, no, I actually do enjoy what I do every day. So, yeah, that really, and I was like, why have I never told them that? <laughs> um, so it is a very much a mindset juggle. We're past that now. We're past that now. And, I mean, it's not, it's not all 
wonderful daisies gray every day I mean like today is a prime example of like how stressful it can be because I had to come out to the cafe because it's raining all the kids are in the caravan and I was like oh I can't do this and then have them screaming um so I'll go out to a cafe right headphones don't work internet's not really that good having to go and sit on a bench <laughs> and but it's just doing this if I was in Coventry and done this I would be stressing out badly and I'd be like why is nothing going right why is nothing going right and take eight months ago when the weather was bad I still wouldn't be doing that because I was trying to please people and but now it's it's just not like that now I'm like I'll just deal with it <laughs> like it's fine like Maria really like she doesn't care <laughs> like she, she just wants a chat she just wants wants to have the podcast like she just wants to talk to me so she's not bothered about all the all the rest of it that goes on in in the background. So yeah, a big thing for me was getting past the people pleasing and the mindset of the mindset struggles that came with the darker weather and and all of that stuff. I'm quite bad for when the when the especially in January and February when the weather's not that good. I'm I can be like oh, I just don't want to do it anymore. Um, so that was a very big challenge, especially with um, five of us in a caravan <laughs> and no awning at that point either. So, yeah, it was quite interesting, <laughs> but we got through it. We got through it and it makes you more resilient. It makes you it changes you. It just changes you, because if you can deal with that, you can you can really deal with absolutely anything. Um, so that is what I try to remind myself when I say I can't do this, can't do this, can't do this. I think about then and I think, well, I did it then. We got past it. The kids are still alive. Mark is still alive, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And the, the, I'm going to say the good news is, as humans, as mums, I think our biggest challenge is our mindset. Because if you've got a strong mindset, you know who you are, you know who you want, all of the crap that comes along, because crap will come along occasionally, you're in a much better place, like you have said, to deal with it. And you can respond to stuff rather than reacting to stuff. You know, when, we're, when I'm in the kitchen and either Leo or Luca come along and, and say something and, and I, you know, I'm having one of those moments where actually I haven't got, I'm not in my safe space. I might fly off the handle, but that's just because I'm, I've lost my balance in me and I've lost who I am temporarily. So I think it is, it is all about continually working on your mindset and trying to be like grounded so that you can live more freely. And you, I think you've taken it to the next level because you have got this awesome freedom at the moment where you literally are putting yourself in situations of uncertainty where you know you've you've got to deal with whatever's happening I you know I'm sat here in my office I have the comfort of I know that the wi-fi is okay I can go downstairs and make myself a drink I've got lots of space sorry I'm yeah. not trying to rub it in um <laughs> I've got this whole bench to myself yeah, you have. <laughs> you've got the whole of the outdoors there but you know I'm, I'm this is like really comfortable there is no reason why I should have any issues yet yeah, you are like 
you are properly dealing with real life. You have put yourself in situations where you don't know what's going to happen. And like you said, that's helping you to build up your resilience. It's helping you to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. And your children, oh my goodness, they are going to thank you for it tenfold. Because this is literally, I'm not going to say a once in a lifetime opportunity, because I think you've done it. And if you wanted to, now you, you've done it. There's no reason why you couldn't do it again, because you've done it. You've experienced it. You know you can do it. So we're coming to the end of our time together, Katie. Oh, it's really sad. Um, and there's a couple, there's two more questions I want to ask you. So the first one is, women who are listening to this might be going, oh my word, that sounds really amazing, but might be feeling a bit overwhelmed by it all at the same time. What advice would you give them? I think the best thing that I've done in this whole, whole journey when we first left, I was like, I'm just going to work. I'm going to do VA work. I'll do my admin work. I've worked in admin for years. And I did that. And then it was getting bigger and bigger. Something I didn't expect to happen. Um, and I hadn't, hadn't planned for it. <laughs> and it got to the point where I was a little bit overwhelmed then. Because I was like, I'm just working so much. I'm not enjoying it. And regardless of where you are, whether you're doing this experience, whether you're in a house, whatever you're doing, the best thing that I did was just to stop. I just took a break. I didn't, I didn't go on any social media for about a month, just over a month. Um, I spent time with the kids, just with the kids. It was their birthdays, it was my birthday. We went, we went splashed out for a hotel, I got to have a bath. It was lovely. <laughs> um, and I actually was like, what do I want? What, like, this experience was great because it allowed me to do that. But I was like, I still was like, I need some clarity. Like, I'm, I know what I want, but I feel like I'm still not really there. Um, and it gave me the time to sort of roadmap what I wanted. Um, and it is that taking that time out. And COVID the COVID lockdown was great because it actually was a start to allow people to do that. Yeah. But then it went back to normal. Yeah. And it's still sort of normal now. I mean, I know it's still there, but it has always been normal, normal <laughs> um, since. So people started and then forgot. And we're like, no, I just have to go back to work. I just have to carry on. So it's sort of saying to yourself, do you know what? I am going to take that break. It's that fear of going, do you know what? Who cares? I need this break. I need this break for me. Um, and for me, then I was more like it, it got into the better weather. So I was like more appreciative of nature, more appreciative of, of pretty much everything. And it, that, was the, that was the turning point because this is what's got me to where I am now, where I'm like, yeah, I know what I want to do and I know how to do it now. I needed that, that moment to just sort of stop everything again and say and rethink rethink replan re-strategize and actually enjoy this experience as well because obviously working you can especially when you're self-employed you can find yourself thinking about it all the time and treating it like your baby because it is but you need that time 
you need that time and it's so important and so underrated how much time just to stop for a little bit is good for you um so yeah that was a big a big thing for me um to just sort of like turn everything off and I was like I know it's not great but then we did we sold the house and we came into here so why am I fearful now of like stopping for a month mm. like there was no reason to be there's no reason to be scared if I can go from a free bed house into a studio smaller sized caravan with three kids who are very demanding then it's okay to just have a break and it will teach you so much about yourself and so you, it doesn't mean you have to go and buy a caravan you want to you want to go but if you it. want to yeah, that's definitely. definitely I think it's you need that freedom it changes so much in your life when you have that freedom it's so different to a holiday <laughs> it's um yeah it's just it's just lovely so there you go from the the mouth of Katie who's doing it doesn't necessarily mean you have to take a you know a year off and go traveling but just to allow yourself some time out to have a bit of a rethink and or just reconfirm you are going in the direction you want to go in so my final question really simple one because there'll be women listening to this going Katie sounds amazing I can tell you she is amazing Katie sounds amazing I want to know more I want to see more how can other women connect with you I am happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, you can literally connect away, send me a DM anytime. Like I'm, I'm quite a waffler. I could carry on talking to you for another two hours, but I think Mark, Mark would be shouting me then. Are you getting in the car? <laughs> so yeah, I would have a conversation with literally anybody about anything as well. I can talk for English. <laughs> She is, she's a great person to chat to. So if you want to connect with Katie and find out more about what Katie is up to, then go find her on LinkedIn. And she is Katie Sims. But we'll, I'll also put the links in the episode description as well. Thank you, Katie, for chatting to okay. me today. It's been a pleasure, as always. And thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode. And if you did, then of course, please share it with other mums. I have lots more resources for you that will help you on your journey through life. Just visit my website to access them, which is mummyonabreak.co.uk. You can also find out details about my book, Busy. Take care and see you the next time. Mm -hmm.